<laughs> Don't text during the podcast. I can't help myself. The down low with Lori and Lee. It's I, what I realize is we actually never introduce ourselves. Every time we do an intro, I just need to say you start off with this creepy big smile. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate Should that. Just put it out there. So I'm Lee Habercorn at Leon Air. I'm Lori Krabs at Lori K Public Relations. So this podcast has been so much fun to do because we get to sit down with all different types of people in the reality world. And today's guest, it was such a genuine, fun conversation. She's so bubbly. She is just the sweetest girl and so real, so down to earth. I was really surprised how much she opened up to us. I mean, I think we got it all, Lee. We got it all, but it was also just such an easy conversation. She just, she, and it was she wasn't performing, which was so nice to see. She was just talking like we were hanging out, and she did let us know that while she was talking to us, she was lying in bed in her underwear. Calvin Klein underwear. See, it's not creepy when she says it. When I say it, it's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the podcast. Love me some online shopping. I have a major addiction, specifically since I found out about Trend Savvy. And your boyfriend, not your boyfriend, your husband, you're married, you have kids. Your husband is going to be a lot less mad at you because we got a discount code. Woo! So Trend Savvy, guys, is your one-stop shop for all your fashion needs. Right now, they just dropped some amazing, amazing brands specifically for the fall season. You could find everything from jackets and shoes, sunglasses from brands like Tom Ford, Gucci. I mean, they really do have something for everyone. And they're already discounted than what you would see in the store, and we got the discount code for you, right? Exactly. That's bananas. The discount code, listen to me, Lee. It's down low You're 15. You're looking at me really seriously right now. Down low, D-O-W-N-L-O 15 for 15% off. And you know how I like to describe Trend Savvy? How? It's kind of like Revolve meets Nordstrom's Rack and if they had a little baby. Oh, a little baby. little shopping baby. A little oh, shopping a good baby. little shopping baby. <laughs> Trendsavvy.com. Use the discount code down low 15. So it seems like every time I walk into Lori's office to record a podcast, I always get like a different gift. And today I'm really excited about it because I'm holding a box from Smile Sciences. So I was so excited to give this to you because Smile Sciences actually is one of my favorite, favorite products. You know, I would go to the dentist. I'd ask them how much would it cost to whiten my teeth? They tell me $500. I would pay the 500 bucks. It, it definitely would work, but my teeth were so sensitive. I was crawling out of my skin. Smile Sciences completely blew me away. Their kit comes with mouth trays that mold to your teeth, an LED light, whitening touch-up pens, and most importantly, causes zero sensitivity. All I heard in that whole thing was LED trays, and now I'm picturing like a little like club going on in your mouth. Total club. Like all the little You'll love it. dancing. Like I'm picturing a little cartoon doing that. You're looking at me like I'm an idiot. Okay, continue. You're, <laughs> listen, Smile Sciences gets your teeth up to 10 shades whiter. I, I think you could go one or two shades whiter. I'm looking at your teeth right oh, now. Thanks for judging me. I appreciate it. No judgment. So guys, if you want to try it out, Use our code DL. It will get you 50% off your entire order. So for 100% cruelty-free and vegan teeth whitening products, visit smilesciences.com. Next week, you're going to let me know your your update. Done. I'm 100% trying this. Perfect. Perfect. 
Morgan Willett. Oh, hello, Morgan. Hello. Welcome to the Download Podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm so excited. Lee, this is Morgan. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. I hear lovely things about you. Oh, thanks. I don't think I told her any good things about you, Lee. I'm going to be honest. (laughs) So we're so excited to have you on. This is a podcast that I was super, super excited to have. Morgan is literally one of the sweetest, kindest people in this crazy world that we live in. And I'm just, I'm so thankful that you were, that you were open to coming on. So thank you, Morgan. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah. And Lori, you know, I adore you. So as soon as you asked, I was like, yes, 100%. We love a good podcast. So what's like, when you say we love a good podcast, What's so different about like sitting down and being interviewed on a podcast versus like a TV show or something? I just feel like it's a little more real on a podcast. I feel like a lot of people, and I'm sure you guys watching this show can kind of feel this too. Like when a camera comes on and you know you're being filmed for all of America to see, it's a little different. I feel like a lot of people put on this persona and they feel all this pressure to entertain And I don't know. I feel like that was really hard for me. It's like I'm very true to who I am. And then all of a sudden, especially with like the MTV shows, to feel like you had to play this character and be so over the top. Like sometimes I struggled with that. So I like a podcast a little more. because, like, I don't know. I'm like chilling in my bed in my underwear right now, like hanging out. Like you can just be like chill and normal and who you are and just chat freely. So I think that's like the biggest difference between like podcast versus being on camera on TV. So Morgan, we've worked together for a while now, and I have to say, I have never seen you without a full face of makeup and the most perfect <laughs> outfit. I and and, and oh. I was going to ask you this further into the podcast, but now that you brought it up, are you really lying in bed right now in pajamas with no makeup on? No, Lori, I'm going to send you a photo right now. I kid you not. Like I'm going <laughs> to send you a selfie. I'm in Calvin Klein underwear and then a crop top that says Vam Daddy. Okay, so you're super um, trendy. And I just got out of the shower. You're super <laughs> trendy so in loungewear. <laughs> so trendy. I know. I do put a lot of thought into my outfits, except when I'm at my apartment. That's like my free for all. I'm usually like half naked because it's hard dressing up all the time and like wearing a full face of makeup. So when I'm here, I'm straight chilling. Okay, so then what about something like Big Brother when you know you're going to the house for such a long time? Like, how much clothes can you bring with you? Like, how do you choose those outfits? Oh, my gosh. It was the hardest thing ever. But I also think, like, if you go back and look at my big brother season, I have changed so much. I look at stuff I was wearing, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, I had just graduated college. I was 22. Um, the fashions in Texas are a bit different um, than the fashion out here in L.A. So I had, like, huge blonde hair I was wearing like a bunch of bright pink and floral so now I look back and I'm like sweet Jesus what happened um but yeah you you borrow a ton of clothes like you only can pack one suitcase for all like these reality tv shows you really got to pick and choose and you better hope the people in the house have good style too because you're going to be wearing all of their clothes so I just pulled up a picture of you from your season of big brother over the top to show Lee you look incredible 
You're in this red dress. Oh. Was that red dress the night that you won? Yes, it was. So that was finale night. So and that's what's stressful about Big Brothers. You go in the house and they're like, well, you might make it to the end. So bring a really nice dress. And you're like, what? So I bought that dress, never thinking I would touch the stage, like on a finale night. And then next thing you know, 75 days later, I was walking out and there's confetti and Julie Chen. I was like, wow. So I don't know if it's your smile in this picture or your hair, but you look like you're from Texas. Oh, I was straight Texas. I brought my cowboy boots in the house. I had a lot of plaid. Um, I have changed a bit. I still say y'all excessively, and I like to think I have a lot of Southern hospitality still. Um, but my fashion is very different. I'm like, thank you, L.A., for rubbing off on me just a bit. So I maybe, you know, L.A. has rubbed off on you in the sense that, you, you know, your fashion is really, you know, taking a notch up and you're super trendy and taking care of yourself like that in that way. But I feel like that Southern wholesomeness has really remained and I think that's why you're so loved by so many people still yeah and well one thank you and then two I definitely do think that is true because it's funny I'll go in grocery stores I don't know just like hanging out and I guess in California it's not common to just like smile at people and be like hey like what's up be like make small talk I mean that's how I was raised I'm from a small town of like 8,000 people everyone knows everyone so I'll go to grocery stores here and people will look at me and be like, hmm, you're not from here, are you? And I'm like, oh, well, I guess it was a dead giveaway. But I love being from the South. I love being from a small town. I don't know. I guess it's just how I was raised. But I talk to literally everyone. And it's like, I don't know. There's just no room for nastiness. The world is already so toxic. So, like, if you can just be nice, you just do it. The world needs a little bit more of it. It's funny. So I actually, I'm from Montreal, but I moved to a small town in Ontario and I'm a very friendly, outgoing guy. But the first week I was in that small town, I remember people on the street just walking by, smiled at me and said, hello. And I was like, what do they want? They want to fight? What's going on here? (laughs) See, we don't want anything. But yeah, it's so funny. The difference between small town versus a big city. So how did that help you? Because I know like on your season of Big Brother, you still, you kind of went under the radar. You played it safe. Then you won some huge comps. But like having that Southern hospitality or being nice, that could be a negative or like a, a con when going into Big Brother if you're too nice. Do you think it helped you? Oh, I definitely think it helped me. And especially on my season, we had a very divided house in a very, to put it lightly, toxic environment where it was one side versus the other. And I feel like a lot of people in my situation will, you know, just like, oh, my God, they're being mean. They're saying this. Like, I'm not going to talk to them. Well, I think it helped me because I was like, you know what? We are still divided, but it's going to help me in the long run if these people still like me. Like, if my alliance goes away, like, these humans still have got to like me and not want to get rid of me. So I really use that to my advantage. I was like, you know what? They might be wiping their armpits on my pillows, but I'm going to smile. I'm going to suck it up. I'm going to make conversation. And it honestly did help me in the end because my whole alliance crumbled and I was the one still left there and they didn't want to get rid of me. If you had to go back and do it all over again, is there anything you would have done differently? Uh, I mean, no, because I won. I was going to say she won, Lee. <laughs> I don't think I would change anything. I'm trying. Yeah, no, I don't think I'd change anything. Had I come in second place, I might have a few more answers for you. But 
like everything really does happen for a reason. I think me being in that big brother house was for a reason. I was fresh out of college. I was working Lori ironically in PR as a like publicist assistant. And I was in a desk and I cried every day of my life. And then big brother called. And from there, everything just kind of changed. So you, you won big brother. What's the first thing you bought after winning? Um, so I actually, I took my family to Cabo on vacation. So that was fun. I'm super close to my parents and my sister. So we went on a nice little vacation and then I bought a Louis Vuitton purse because naturally, (laughs) of course, no one is surprised by that answer. There's always that one luxury item that everyone kind of wants. I know. And I, 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 everyone's like, Oh, why didn't you buy a car? Like you should have like really balled out. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I was 22 with zero job. Like. I put all that in the bank. So your sister was on your season with you. Yes. How I, I want to know how that dynamic was for you. Oh my God. It was so hard just because we fight all the time. Like we live together currently and you would think at 25 and 28, we don't argue anymore. And we've like matured out of that. No, we argue all the time um we're very opposite people so to all of a sudden live in a house with someone that you have to pretend you have never met like you can't nitpick each other you can't argue it was really difficult luckily we did work together in an alliance so that was helpful to know that someone always will have your back they're not going to lie to you they're not going to backstab you but it was like everyone would be talking about their family and their last names and where they're from and we had to make up two completely different stories like, and she got so mad at me because I literally just blabbed because I'm a word vomiter. So I took my last name. I talked out of all about our family and where I'm from. And then she was like, great. Now I have to make up all this fake stuff and remember it because you took all the stories. So I was like, sorry. <laughs> Oops. But it was, it was difficult for sure. But don't you guys look alike? Yeah, we do. Um, if you go look at my Instagram and you see the blonde who looks just like me, that is my sister. I don't know how people did not put it together, honestly, because we have the same mannerisms. Like, and it's so funny because some people in the house would sit next to us and they'd stare and they'd be like, man, God, you guys just look so similar. And I would freeze and like break out into a sweat. And I was like, oh my God, here we go. They, they, they're on to us. And they never said anything. It was the strangest thing. And I don't know if it's because she's, she was in the house like a super tomboy and into like Harry Potter and the Pokemon stuff. And I had to play up like the girly girl of Texas. So I guess so, I probably deserve an Emmy for my acting skills. So Morgan, I, I mean, I'm pulling out all the receipts here to show Lee. And I just pulled up a photo of you and your sister and you guys look like identical twin yeah. girls. I mean, how <laughs> did the house not see this? I really don't know. And I think it might've been because they just did Liz and Julia, like the big twin twist. There were two like blonde sisters previously. So I guess everyone was like, well, they did it once. They're not going to do it again. And, and I, even on my season, I don't know if this is on the internet, if y'all had seen it. So I told one of the cast members at the very end, I was trying to get her on my side and I needed her vote. Her name was Chrissy. So I pulled her aside and I was like, okay, I'm going to tell you my biggest secret. Like, this shows that you can trust me. And I was like, okay, here we go. Alex and I were sisters. It was a giant twist. Like, don't tell anyone. But, like, that's why we were so close. And she stared at me and was like, I don't believe you. 
<laughs> and then was in the diary room being like, Morgan thinks I'm such an idiot to believe all this. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, are, are you actually kidding me? So, um, so uh, yeah, I, I tried telling people. No one believed me. Obviously, before you guys went into the house, you knew the other one was going to be on the show also. So that actually, everyone does think that. So we went through casting. It's funny. So she was cast or like got the call. I got the call. That we had two separate casting people. They didn't put two and two together until we got to finals. So, I mean, I was like, I'm not going to say anything. Like, they might cut us if they know. So, we get to finals. Finally, they pull me aside and they're like, all right, you have a sister here, don't you? And I was like, nah, maybe. So, they basically <laughs> told us, they're like, okay, one will be an alternate and one will move in the house. So, we both were sequestered. And I was like, all right, I guess whoever gets the call will be actually be moving in and then he would have been my alternate or vice versa so they called me and they're like all right you're moving in first like you're the first person so I was like oh my god like I win I'm the superior sister score um (laughs) so I walked in the house like was living my best life thought I was about to you know be on big brother alone and then she was the last house guest to like walk in and my face immediately just was like um and my natural reaction was just like stick out my hand and be like, hi, I'm Morgan. What's your name? I'm like, wow. oh, this is weird. I, th- I would have thought that you guys knew about it beforehand and maybe said, okay, let's pretend not to know each other. There was this whole game plan. You found out along with us? Yes. That's nuts. So, like, in the back of my head, I was like, you know, maybe they'll do this. But I was like, no, like they said, like, it would make sense for, like, a sister to be an alternate for the other one. So I had, like, this giant strategy. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to work with all the guys. Like, I'm a guy's girl. I'm going to flirt with them. And then my sister walked in, and I was like, well, there goes that plan. I guess i gotta, I'm going to work with you now. Okay, so now that we're on the Big Brother topic, I'd like to discuss mm-hmm. this current season that just ended. Mm. Yes. Okay. I mean, it was – my favorite word of the week is controversial. It, it was a very that controversial season. I would describe yeah. it that way. Um, I just want to know your thoughts on the season. And if you were on the jury, who would you have voted for? Mickey or Holly? Oh, man. I mean, I feel like America's going to crucify me for this answer. But honestly, I think Mickey made some controversial statements. I think he was, as you said, it very, very, very controversial with all of his actions and words. But you have to say, like, I think he played a better game. So I hope if I was on the jury, I would have thought that. So I think my vote would have gone to Mickey um, based on him and Holly. I mean, had Nicole been there, I would have been like, okay, Nicole, 100%. I just adore her, and I'm so happy she won America's Favorite House Guest. But, oof, I'm just, I'm, like, cringing thinking about the finale. I was just, like, so uncomfortable watching. I was like, oh, my God, like, this is not happening. It, it was awful. And can I tell you something really funny on a side note? I yes. just found out yesterday that Mickey's first name isn't Mickey. It's actually Jackson. Yeah, of course. He, oh, they I changed no it idea. because there was another Jackson in the season. It was, there was a Jack. There was a Jack, so they, kept, they didn't want to do that, so they, they changed it, yeah. I, I, I'm mind blown. Mind blown. <laughs> I've been saying Mickey, Mickey, uh? Mickey. It, his name is Jackson. It's such a nicer name. I'm Anyway. Yeah, I, he looks way more like a Jackson, in my opinion. He, yeah, he he's a Jackson, like this good-looking young dude named Jackson. I'm so proud of myself right now that I knew something about Big Brother that Lori didn't know. 
you know what? I really didn't watch this season consistently. I watched the first few weeks and then I stopped for like a good month and a half. And then I picked up again um, yeah. on the double eviction night. And then I continued watching. Yeah, I, from bar- there. I barely watched it. Did you find it an interesting season? I was like, I was with you, Lori. I kind of tuned it out. I watched the first couple weeks pretty intensely. And then I was like, I'm, I wasn't super impressed. Like it kind of hit like, like a dull note for me. So I kind of tuned out and then I will obviously watch like the last like couple weeks in the finale. I'm like, I'm a bad alumni. So, (laughs) so if you were on this season of big brother, who do you think you would have teamed up with? Ooh. um, Well, and I'm going off base. So I met the cast in Vegas and like the people I'm going off the people I vibed with immediately. And I know I would have been attracted to in the house. Um, I definitely think I would have gone Tommy. I just think I would have seen him immediately. And like, he's like a very like lovable, like just an awesome guy. So I think I would have aligned with I think Tommy. Oh, I probably, what was the alliance name of like all the people that they hated the grateful? I, I mean, I hate to say that, but I think I probably would have like been in that group. I would have liked to say that I would align with Nicole because she's just a doll, but mm. Wow. Probably like Tommy and Christy, and I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of hate for saying that, but those are the two people I think I'd be just naturally drawn to. So we did see that you were all over Instagram with the cast right after they got out of the house. You were in Vegas with them, living it up. We want the dirt, Morgan. Our listeners <laughs> want the dirt. Tell us tell us something we you found out, you were surprised by. Um, so one thing I actually was surprised by is everyone was like, oh, my God, you and Kat are going to get along so well. You guys are really going to click. You're both from Texas. You're both blonde. And it's so funny because the one I really clicked with was Annalise. So watching the show, I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to get along with her. Like, we just don't seem that similar. And then I met her and immediately I was like, oh, my God, like, you are my best friend. She lives out in California. Like, we've made plans to hang out. She is precious so it just goes to show to all you listeners like you cannot judge anyone from tv because they're so different in real life i would have never in a million years thought that i didn't click so much with cat i didn't get to talk to her that much but like annalise became my instant bff and also long-haired jack he might have been on his best behavior after coming off the show who knows but he was also so sweet like just like so lovable like always had really good energy I mean, there wasn't really anyone on the cast I did not like. Everyone's going to listen to this and be like, oh, my God. Because I already I congratulated Mickey on Twitter, and I got absolutely demolished for even congratulating him. Same. I was like, guys, I'm a Big Brother winner. Like, I'm going to say congrats to whomever wins. Like, that's just like being an alumni. So as I see everything, so, like everyone in Vegas or like the whole cast hanging out, I'm assuming that just everyone's sleeping together. I don't know the specifics of that. I mean, obviously, Jackson and Holly were coupled up the whole time, like, seemed very smitten. Jack and Annalise were still together. Um, who else probably hooked up? I don't know. I wasn't with around Kat that much, but I did just see a picture of her and Corey Brooks at an event last night, and I'm putting money on it right now, 100 bucks, that there will be some fling with that in the future. So when I'm right, someone better 
Venmo me, Morgan Dashelette, and pay up. <laughs> I think that'll be a thing. It's funny because I saw the same exact picture this morning. Um, she looked amazing in that orange dress. I just want to put that out yeah, there. Oh Kat looked gorgeous last night. She, yeah, no, she looked great. She's a beautiful girl. Like, oh my gosh. They're all pretty. Like, they're all stunning in person. I was like, wow, I did not look like this when I got off the show. Like, I was haggard after 75 days. Like, getting my nails done, my roots were, like, down to my ears. I was like, why do you guys look so pretty? And you know what? You know what I really find interesting? That there's so much drama that takes place within the house, even towards the end. I mean, we saw what happened, you know, with the allegations with Mickey. Racism, yeah. Yeah, and all, and all that. And it was really, really heavy. But then everybody just seemed to go to Vegas and it was all forgotten about and everybody was friends and everyone was happy. So I found that very interesting. Did you, what are your thoughts on that, Morgan? Yeah, I did. I found that interesting too because I look back at my season and we did not hang out all together after the show got off. And I don't know if maybe mine was a little more hostile because there were two completely separate sides of the house, but there was no intermingling. And even I was like, this is weird. Like, I was so happy. I was ready to hang out with everyone. And then no one wanted to, like, mingle together. But BB21, like, was one big happy family, which I was shocked because I think there was a lot of, like, controversial things that happened this season. So I wasn't expecting them all to, like, be running around Vegas together. But, I mean, I kind of liked it. I mean, I think it goes to show, yes, some things happen. And I I don't think – I'm not going to speak on, like, some topics that were said, but – it is nice to see that they all went through a similar experience and they could kind of put that aside, at least for the weekend and like enjoy just like relaxing. Like they all went through the same cycle experience. Like I'm sure it is really nice to like hang out with people outside the house who understand what you went through. You know, it's interesting because I think one of the main person who kind of directed the cast into being able to see things in a different way, keeping the show on one side um, and it being personal on another was Tommy. After that whole incident where Mickey called him out on all these lies and it was so painful to watch as the viewer and we knew why Mickey was doing it. It was fully game related and he was even so upset in the diary room after talking about it. But... As soon as Tommy got out, his whole mentality was, wow, that was amazing gameplay, and there was no hard feelings. And I think Mm -hmm. him going into the jury house with that mentality after, I think really swayed this jury this year for it not to be, you know, on a personal level in terms of choosing who the winner was after the show. I I think he was the number one reason. It's just my opinion. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that, and I so appreciate that. I think especially after being on, a, like, a couple shows, the number one thing you just absolutely have to do is you have to realize, especially in Big Brother, it's a game. Like, even on the challenge, it is a game. So the best thing you can do is know that, and then when you get out of the game, keep living your life. You have to, like, let go, understand that was for TV, and everyone has a life outside of it. So the more you hang on to it, the harder your normal personal life is going to be. So I really appreciate Tommy for that. I, I agree. But I also think it's so interesting because had 
knowing how loved Tommy is by America, you know, had he gone into the jury house in tears, being hysterical, how could, how could Mickey do this to me? That, that was so below the belt. I think it would have been a very different tune that we would all, that we, that we would ultimately see. I'm always surprised when somebody has a reaction like that because you're going into it knowing it's a game. And I know it's easy for me to say this as an outsider and I'm not like emotionally invested, but anything goes. I mean, if I want to go in and tell you one thing and I'm lying to everybody the entire time, I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it's definitely, it's interesting. There are people for- that have won the show with being honest and having integrity. And someone who did that was last season, Casey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she was like, I mean, but you, you can't get mad. I, I just, I hate when people get upset with these shows and they're like, well, they lied and they backstabbed. I'm like, yeah, that's what that's you signed up for. Like, yeah. that is the game. And I, I will say, like, I didn't do that on my season, but you have to do what works for you. So for me, it worked out just kind of being myself, having a better social game. But I honestly appreciate people more who do backstab and do lie because, I mean, they're entertaining. They're playing the game. Like, that. it's big brother. <laughs> All right. Well, Morgan hasn't only been on Big Brother. She oh, was wait. also on MTV's The Challenge. We, we have a few things that we want to discuss about that, Morgan. <laughs> oh, of course you do. How, how is that? How is being on the challenge? Oh, man. I mean, it was intense. I think that's the best way to put it. And I think everyone has to remember, my situation was very different. I had just gone five weeks of filming X on the Beach. I had three days in between that to pack get a whole new wardrobe like call my family say hello then say goodbye and then I left for Africa so I mean I had a such an awesome experience on the challenge like just getting to travel alone and compete with like names that you've heard forever like CT and Cara and Bananas like it was insane was I mentally like able for that situation no not at all I I needed like at least a week in between the two shows, but I also was not going to turn down that opportunity. I'm very athletic. I love competing. I mean, I had always wanted to go on the challenge. So when they did call me, I was like, you know what? I don't care if I was just locked in the house with some psychos for five weeks. Like I am going. So it was intense to say the least. Unfortunately, I was not there as long as I wanted to be RIT. I was only there two weeks, but I mean, I still, I got to play the game, which is more than a lot of people can say. I got to get into it, Morgan. So, so I, I don't even I, know. I, what, no, what? I, I know this is coming, Lori. I'm I, waiting for it. Oh. I, I have to get into it because I think the listeners, this is what they want to know. So Morgan went on the challenge and Morgan has a very um, well-known boyfriend right now who is one of, I'm going to use the word again, one of the most controversial characters <laughs> from the challenge that has been on for years. So we have Johnny Bananas, who I I can't even put into words how to describe him. And then there's Morgan from Texas, Southern Belle, sweet as a button. Literally, I, I, I need to understand it. How did this happen? And 
Just tell us a little <laughs> bit about our your relationship. Yeah. So, I mean, one, it goes to show you, like I said, you can't judge someone off their TV. Agreed. Like, personality. And Johnny will even say, like, I know he said time and time again, like, I have a challenge life and I have a personal life. And so, obviously, I got to know him in the challenge house, like, in his challenge life. I was his partner, which is what kind of started everything. And to this day, everyone is still like, why would you pick him? And I stand behind my decision. I will never be like, man, I regret it. I could have stayed in the game longer. I will forever stand by picking him. I think he is like one of the best challengers. He knows the game. He hasn't taken any breaks for so many years. I was like, of course I'm going to pick him. Well, that kind of failed because then we got kicked out pretty early because of how many you know, enemies he had against him that season. But after that, we got to travel for two weeks. So I didn't just go straight home. And that is controversial in itself because, you know, I won't go into that. You can just go watch the X on the Beach reunion if you really care to know more, which we don't need to know. But I got to know Johnny in those two weeks of traveling as actually Johnny, not this character on TV. And so that's kind of how we really got to know each other. And then from there, I got home and I just expected, oh, my God, like, that was really fun. Like, we probably won't speak that much. Um, but he lives in Orange County, which is, like, very close to me. And then he asked me to, like, go to some improv show with him. And I was like, oh, okay, like, this is weird. And then from there, we just, like, really didn't stop hanging out or talking. And then it just progressed. And I am very happy with where I am right now and it just goes to show like looking back everyone's like oh my god do you regret anything and I'm like no yeah I didn't get to stay in the house longer I didn't get to compete as much as I wanted to but I'm such a firm believer that everything happens for a reason um it is very comical looking at it being like oh my god we really are so different like there's sweet innocent little me and then Johnny um bananas who is insane but I don't know for some reason we just click so, I mean, you guys came back together then, but now he's still on the challenge. How do you deal with him being there? It's hard. It is. It's very hard. I'm not going to lie. It's, I really don't, like, obviously, like, support him. Number one fan. Love watching it now. But it's, like, it's hard because eight weeks potentially is a long time to not get to speak and talk to someone. And it's not him leaving. It's the environment that they go into like I've lived there and it it's an interesting group of people so I just have to like kind of trust him and know that it's gonna suck and I'm I'm gonna miss him but I mean I know he would do the same for me and man yeah yeah it's so you, rough you say you gotta trust him is there ever those moments because I know how I am do you ever have those moments you're like but what if he acts on anything and what if he hooks up with somebody else or is there that fear I mean there always is that fear I think anyone has that fear in like any relationship in life and I mean I just always tell myself that like if that does happen I don't think it will I mean I will find out about it duh there's cameras everywhere and these cast members love to open their mouth so I will find out and I have a lot of people in the house like Josh Martinez from Big Brother like he is a dear friend of mine and it's like I do have people that have my back so and it's that things like I'm always like you know what if that does happen it'll just teach me something it'll allow me to learn what I want what I don't want and it'll also allow me to move on 
um, which I even hate even saying that and thinking about it. But I just I try and keep that kind of like positive mindset because if you don't, like you would go psycho in my situation. Johnny, if you're listening to this, there are cameras in the house. Morgan has her people in the house. <laughs> you're being watched. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think. I don't think, knock on wood, I don't think anything will happen. Um, I I always say, like, he's focused on winning. Like, there's no time for girls, okay? He's a very cute one at home. So l- let's flip the script completely now. If, if Johnny oh. wasn't in the picture and you mm-hmm. looked at the whole Big Brother world from any cast, if you had to go on a date with one of them, who would it be and why? Oh, my gosh. Wait, okay, any MTV show or just, like, any reality show? Okay, well, I was, I was, I was going to say any Big Brother show. We just asked, oh, we asked this Brother to show. every guest, and okay. we just asked it to Vanessa Grimaldi, and she has a boyfriend, and we were shocked by her answer. Okay, let's do, let's do Big Brother then. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, wow. And it doesn't matter okay, if they're I'm in right. a relationship, right? Like, it's, it's just anybody and why. Okay. I'm thinking. I'm racking my brain for people. Um, who is on? Um, if I could go on a date, this is actually comical. I think I, w- <laughs> I think I would pick Brett. <laughs> he's a hot Just commodity. Wow. He's a hot commodity, and I mean, if Cat obviously wants him, I feel like we have very like probably similar taste in men. Plus, I just think I probably would not stop laughing that whole entire date. I think he is hysterical, and that's one thing. It's like, okay, if I'm going to go on a date, I want to be entertained. I don't just want like want to be talking to a wall the whole time. So I think Brett or maybe Winston. They're very different. Winston is like, I feel like okay, if Winston wants to take me to like a nice like sweet date, okay, maybe Winston. If I want to go on like a wild and crazy like very entertaining date, I would go with Brett. He's cute. I'm looking at pictures of him right now. I, I remember him. Okay, I, I can see that. I also that. know both of them, so if they listen to this, like, hi, guys. <laughs> um, well, thanks for your honesty with that. I love. I find it so interesting when when everyone answers that question when they do have a boyfriend. Um, oh. you're <laughs> Johnny's never gonna let you be alone with Brett now. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's fine. He doesn't live here. So if you could go back on either Big Brother or The Challenge, which show would you choose to go back on onto? I think I would choose out of the two, The Challenge, just because I ended Big Brother on such a high note. I would love to play, again, obviously Big Brother, not on my like format of a season, so not over the top, but an actual season because it was a different format. Mm-hmm. So I'd love that, but I also won, so I feel like I kind of left on a high note. I did not get to... I feel like live up to my full potential on the challenge. So if I had to pick between the two, I'd pick the challenge just to see how I do if I lasted a little longer. So for the people that do, I, there's so many people that want to be on all these reality shows, but if somebody's out there and wanting to get on Big Brother and the whole process that you had to go through or any of the interviews, like what pointers would you give to somebody before they go in for the interview? Um, be, I always say this to people, like be yourself times 100. So you can't go in there and just be yourself. Like they say, like you have to amplify every bit of your personality. So like 
yes, I was very bubbly and I was a cheerleader, but I took that to like almost an obnoxious level because that's what makes you stand out and you have to be over the top to be on these shows. So that's, I always tell people, if you feel like you're being stupid, you're probably doing it right. And I also tell people, you need to have something that makes you stand out, whether it is something you wear all the time. Like I always wore cowboy boots to every interview, every audition, anytime I took photos for like Big Brother stuff, always in cowboy boots because they remember that. They're like, oh, the blonde from Texas. Oh, the one in the cowboy boots. That's her. And my sister always had like a backwards hat on and glasses because that's memorable. So I always say, to have some kind of trait like that or some kind of stick like Caitlin Herman from BB20, like hers, like the love and light, the meditation thing. So something that's going to set you apart and really make you memorable and not blend in with the other thousands of people auditioning. But it's so easy to say, just be yourself. But I mean, and, and you know it all too well. The second you put a camera on somebody, especially if they're not used to it, you can't just be yourself. No. So that's the thing. Don't be yourself. Be yourself on crack, like amplified. A caricature of yourself. Exactly. That's the best way to put it. Like find a stereotype or a character that your actual self can fit into and then kind of be that. Because if you think about it, they do cast these archetypes. Like look at Tommy and Christy and Jackson. Like they're all, they fit some kind of stereotype. You know, I've, I've told you before, Lee, like there's a reason why certain people are cast for television. And I think they're the people that, you know, when they go through the interviewing process, they notice that they're super comfortable in front of the camera. And it's the ones that forget that the camera's there that I believe those are the people that they end up casting. And a perfect example of that is I was just in Kentucky for Jackson Brittany's wedding. Obviously, it was being filmed for the show. And the entire weekend there, I was surrounded by tons and tons of cameras and cameramen. And I can't tell you how uncomfortable I was. I felt like I, I couldn't speak properly. I was just, lo- I w- was looking in every single direction. I was anxious. I, I couldn't be on a show. So, you know, I, I think there's, there's certain people that are just made for TV. I'm used to being in front of a camera, but whenever I notice one, I feel like I like suck in my gut a little bit right. or I try to try to like have natural body language. So when you're trying to be natural, you're not being natural. Right. Exactly. And that's, that's the funny thing is now it's like, I don't even notice when cameras are on me. And I think that's what they want. Like, cause everyone, I feel like is so fixated. I must look perfect. I, you know, like America's watching. Trust me, when you get in Big Brother, you think about that for one day, and then you don't care. You want to be in no makeup, sweatpants. So just go into that with, like, if you go into auditions with that in mind. Like, these people are going to see you at your worst, so you might as well just be yourself. Like, don't worry about the cameras. Like, just, I always say, never stop speaking. Just keep talking. You know, just as we wrap it up, what's next for you? What does the next year look like for you in an ideal scenario? Oh my God. I wish I could answer that. I feel like my parents ask me that on a daily basis. My dad's like, when are you getting health insurance? And I'm like, I don't know. Um, Way to stress her out. (laughs) Way to end it on a positive note. I know. Come on. Um, No, I do have some general ideas. I kind of, I'm trying to think like on a day to day basis, but obviously I don't really think reality TV is in my future unless 
I don't know, some amazing opportunity comes up, but I really want to focus more on fashion and fitness. I've kind of been trying to like pivot my own social media and create this brand for myself. So I'd love to do something like that. I want to do a fitness ebook eventually. I'm really into that. If you want a nice motivation Monday workout, you can check out my Instagram. So definitely something with, with one of those two things, fashion and fitness. I really enjoy like when girls message me and they're like, you motivated me to go to the gym today. So that's kind of like what really pushes me forward. So something in that, probably not going to get health insurance or 401k anytime soon. Sorry, dad. You know, it, I, I always use Morgan's Instagram page as an example to new clients of mine to look at her page because this is someone that takes such pride in her content, who does such an incredible job at branding herself. Um, and yeah, I think I was just telling you that yesterday, Morgan. Honestly, guys, check her out. What's your What's your Instagram handle? I don't remember it off by heart. It's at Morgan Lee, L-E-I-G-H, and then my last name, Willette. So check it out. Um, drop me a message. I respond to every single one of my DMs, guys, except the creepy ones. So I really do enjoy in, like engaging with, with the people. Who's your, what's your guilty pleasure to follow on social media? Oh my gosh. Um, who do I follow and like stalk frequently? Um, I follow Justin Bieber and I will never unfollow Justin Bieber. I don't know why I have this weird obsession with him and Haley. I'm like, why are you guys getting married 18 times? But <laughs> because they you know, can, <laughs> they can, right. Because they can. I'm like, guys, can I get invited to the wedding? Thanks. What's with his, Justin. what's with his clothing line, Drew? It's the ugliest fashion I've ever seen. Am I, am I the only person that thinks this? No, it's, it's horrendous. I, I want Justin to go back to like cute Justin Bieber, not kind of like scraggly. What's going on with your hair and clothes? Like Justin stoner. Bieber, yeah. But... Like stoner, thuggish <sighs> Justin like, Bieber. No. But I mean, I guess like when someone's buying his clothes, I don't know who. Oh, probably but him. Someone is. Like, he's buying his own. He's clothes. He's buying his own clothes. But I think Haley. <laughs> and that's seems... why he stays in business because he can. Right, <laughs> Haley seems to be a good, like a positive force in his life. I feel just from watching oh, him I think on social media. He was like the best thing that has happened to him. Yeah. I think he was in a really low place until he met her. So, oh my gosh, just love them together. I feel like we need to do an entire episode gossiping about celebrities. Like, but I'm talking about, (laughs) yeah, no, I'm, I'm talking about the Justin Bieber's of the world, the Britney Spears drama, Kylie Jenner now broken up from her baby daddy. I cannot get over it. We thought they were the one strong Kardashian couple there, Jenner couple. I mean, what about Aaron Carter? Aaron Carter thing. Oh been... my gosh, I've been following that on Twitter too. I'm like, what? It's crazy to be watching it. It's like a whole other world out there from like our, our little reality bubble. It really is, and it, it. I'm sorry, but like, I think reality TV fans are equally as crazy as like these celebrity fans. I know. All right, Morgan. I want to thank you so much for coming on. Truly, truly, truly appreciate it. And I'm going to follow your Instagram more. I'm going to follow your Instagram more because I need a kick in the ass to be better with working out and eating well. And I'm hoping you could do that for me. Oh my gosh, I got you covered. I I like that. I'm going to do it. What's your go-to healthy snack when you're on the run? We'll we'll end it with that. Oh my gosh. You all need to try these. I eat a zinc 
Thinbar, T-H-I-N-K, think thin. Um, every single day of my life, they're gluten-free. They're a protein bar. Um, there's like 20 grams of protein, and they taste literally like a candy bar. It's a chunky peanut butter. Um, I, If they're listening, which they probably aren't, I would love a sponsorship. They're delicious. So that's my go-to because I try to eat things that are higher in protein to keep me full. So check those out. So I think I know where I'm going wrong because my snack yesterday was a quarter pounder with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, honestly, that, that sounds delightful. It was great. That wasn't even my meal. That was my midday snack. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you so much. You've been super cool. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me on, guys. That was a blast.